0: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show, streamed every
1: morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Yeah, baby. What do you think of that? Of course, uh, my uh, my desktop just completely caved in just as we went on the air here. So now <laughs> yeah, I got to go baby. back and get your mic's not even on. You're out of the mix.
3: I don't want. You know what?
2: You're That's... out. You're out of do the mix. You're out.
3: Is this one switched up? You may no. as
2: well. You may as well head to the house.
3: He said my mic's not on. No, no it, I can hear you it, now. It's oh,
2: okay. good. Yeah. You just. I was. I just told you that, so you'd leave. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. What's That's you, the big hint. Okay, I had to go through this seven thousand more times because this, this. I hate every. Oh, Dawn from my pillow sent me a message.
3: American woman.
2: Uh, okay, this ought to do it. Come on, baby, pop up there. Where the hell are you?
3: I'm having a lot of fun with this um, how popular is your name in Minnesota thing. Yeah,
2: except for you were wait, you swinging a miss when you did it.
3: Well, I did Tom instead of Thomas, and then I realized. I realized it, not even you. But
2: okay. I don't really understand why Tom and Thomas is even separate. Are some people's names just Tom?
3: I think I think some oh, people are born, and they just do oh, Tom. I didn't,
2: I didn't know that. I had no you idea. You
3: legally can do that.
2: Well, oh, I'm sure you can. I, mean, uh, I-,
3: <clears throat> I know a lot of people that... Um, decided they don't want to do work on like the nickname like who was it um Frankie I know a girl whose literal legal name is Frankie they didn't Mm -hmm. want to do Francis so they just did Frankie right um but you okay so Star Tribune has this thing where you can put in your name to see how popular your name is in Minnesota and I put in Thomas and your birth year and it was 1460 Babies were born. In
2: the, is that in the United States or in a Minnesota? No, oh, in Minnesota. Just in Minnesota, I yeah. thought so, yeah. So, yeah. I thought that was true.
3: Get this, I put in my neighbor Priscilla. Mm-hmm. I put Priscilla in. Yeah. It said zero on her birth year. And so I texted her immediately. I said, you are off the grid.
1: <laughs> really? Nobody
3: knows you're around Priscilla.
1: Does she spell it all wonky with like a Y? No. Okay. Like...
3: Like the Priscilla. The, yeah,
1: that's yeah, way to do it.
3: Yeah, her. She's got a cool name.
1: Yeah, like we got Brian Miller coming in later. Guy spells it with a Y. Oh, drives me nuts. Does He really? Yeah, drives just, me he nuts. can't come in. It drives me batty. It's like no, like guys who spell Jeff, G
2: E O F F. It's oh, like, yeah. Your name yeah. is Geoff. Your name is not Jeff. What is that? Because Jeffrey, G- GEO that way, is from, what is it, Scottish or something? It must be something. It's got to be like a terrible. European. Yeah. yeah, what about these? What's terrible? Giaf. Yeah. What's wrong with Jeff? No, it's G-off. I'm going to tell Paso you said that.
3: Geoff is terrible. Yoff. Giaf.
2: <laughs> Since G. when is it Giaf?
3: No, I'm saying with the G is terrible. Yeah.
2: You know, I've had a horrible morning so far. I want you to know that.
3: I've, have I been most of it? <laughs>
2: so you've been all of it, actually. An... No, but on the way in, so I'm, I'm driving in, yeah. and I had to run by, I had two things to do before I had to go to the bank, and then I had to go and mail some letters. So basically, I took money out of the bank, and then I put these letters in where a lot more money's coming out of the yeah. bank. <laughs> you know, I spent a lot of money this morning, let me yeah. put it that way. But um, oh, a question I have for you. Uh, uh, we had Fritz Coleman on this show, or was it the family show? He hasn't been on this show yet. He's no. really good, honest to God. I'd right just, on. So if you want to book him, yeah, Fritz Coleman's yeah. really, really—he's an interesting guy. Cool. Mo, definitely. Well, then you got Storage Wars. I don't—I've never watched Storage Wars. Is that any good?
3: It's good. You—you you can only watch so much till you start going, yeah. I kind—if you watch too many in a row, you're gonna go. Yeah, I'm kind of over this. Once in a while, Storage Wars will go on and go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch this. Yeah,
1: you know when you're hungover and you eat a big like soggy cheeseburger and you're like, oh, that's exactly what I needed. Storage Wars is like that. You just it's every now and again, small increments, but you don't want to live that lifestyle. No. Did they find anything any good ever? Well, that's the beauty of that show is that. That for three episodes, they won't find anything. Yeah. And then they'll oh, pop okay. up, they'll be like, oh my God, a
2: Picasso? You're like, wait, yeah. wh- wait, what?
3: I'm yeah. like, <laughs> where'd you find that? And Frank's other diary? Yeah,
2: yeah exactly. Huh? I misplaced that. Yeah. I'm glad you found
1: it. And at a, at a self-storage in the middle of Poughkeepsie, who yeah, would have yeah. thought?
2: Yeah, Exactly. All right, so here's how horrible my day has been so far. So I'm on the way in. God, I tell you, I don't know what the hell is Are we ever going to get driving straightened away? Because there was a guy that there were three of us waiting to get on Highway 100 uh, down on, uh, what did it be, 50th, I guess. And this guy sped up so fast to make sure that all three of us couldn't get on the highway before he passed by. And I thought, what is so special that you have to be first in line on the highway what is that? I
3: don't know. I mean, there's
2: three lanes. You can pick a lane and go wherever you want to don't go. Don't you right? think
3: that most of that time, most of the time that that happens, is not ill intent? It's just the person thinks they're doing the right thing. Like, oh, I better just get ahead of all this. And uh... no,
2: they're not doing the right thing.
3: I'm just saying they think they're doing. No, the right they thing. do
2: not. It's I like, think I'm better than you. That's <sighs> what that is.
3: Do you think that might be a little bit of uh, you putting a little? projection out there thinking that yeah, they Yeah, because I do, yeah. No, right. I don't mean that. No, I just mean no like,
2: here Can you get this knife out of my back, Rudy? I put I, it I right in the me... front
3: there. Oh, you put it in the don't front. Don't worry, this, yeah. it's reachable. You put it in
2: the front. Okay, projection's
3: time. the wrong word. Do you think that's a little bit of you putting characteristics on a non-characteristic move?
2: No, not at all. I think right now people are the rudest they have ever been. In my lifetime, right now people are as rude as they have ever been. And I don't know where that came from. Why? Nobody's an an example of that, right? So there was another guy that wanted to take a uh, a right turn in front of me. He's in the left lane, but he wants to make a right. Not just to pull in the lane, but to take a right. Okay, got it. So he didn't plan too well there, now, did he? Yeah. So I stop and I wave him over, and as he goes by, didn't even bother to look at me, much less you know tip of the cap or thank you.
3: But maybe because he's mortified.
2: Sometimes M- I mortified of what?
3: Because you made an error.
2: You still have to be grateful for the good things in life. I agree. That's what we're missing.
3: I the word I'm looking for is personify personification of something that's not needed like you're putting value on the idea that this person might have been just mortified been like no. oh god i'm doing the no. wrong thing i <laughs> no, want to no, no. kill myself that's
2: not it at all people okay. are rude uh, walking down this hallway people will be be looking at you gone yeah. uh, me in this case people will be looking at me so i go good morning they just look away well why would you do that you know if you're looking at me and making an eye contact with me and i go good morning why don't you at least go hey something
3: I say hi, and I accept the fact that not everybody wants to say hi, especially in the morning. Or well
2: then don't look at me. You're out of the mix of looking at me in the hallway. You
3: know who you sound like? You're out
2: of the mix. You sound yeah.
3: like my brother and me in the backseat of a car saying, you can't look at me. You can't. Don't look over hey, don't here. Don't look at me. You can't cross this line.
2: No, I. I my big problem is, is that my mother insisted that I be polite when I was a kid and growing up and all the rest of it. So, being polite is very important to me because of my mother.
3: I agree, but you have to accept that not everybody no, was raised the same no, way. No, I do as you. not have
2: to accept that.
3: Okay.
2: I don't have to accept the fact that you're a rude piece of shit. I really don't have to. My, not you.
3: I am, though. Um, my exactly. mom would be mortified if I didn't do some of the things that you're talking about, if I didn't say See? hi to people. That's what if I'm saying. I wasn't like, but. But at the same time, I accept the fact that everybody grows up differently. Everyone's got different perspectives. It
2: doesn't mean that it's right, though. Well, what's your version of right? uh, The society should be held in place.
3: Well, maybe that person's version of right is I'm I'm in my mind. I'm at work thinking about something really important, and it's rude that you bugged him.
2: Okay, so I'm not going to bug you with something. I was going to tell you and Rudy something this morning, but I'm not going to bug you with it. (gasps) just no no taking I, no the counterpoint that's the way it of is. there maybe, is no counterpoint maybe don't be an asshole
3: i'm i get that i don't want to be an asshole i'm right. not going to be an but asshole you are well yeah <laughs> naturally
2: I love naturally that. naturally naturally um no so i'm driving in and, and people you know cutting in front of traffic and this guy and that guy turning right and blah, everybody's like i said Just a little tip of the caps. All you got to. It's not that big a deal. It doesn't make you look weak. That's my interpretation of what's going on here, because it's always men, for me anyway. It's always men that do those kinds of things, and I think it's just one of those. I'm a tough guy deal. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. You're in your Pontiac and you're a tough guy, are you? Okay. So we
3: agree
0: that men Pontiac. shouldn't have. <laughs> yeah, I don't
2: even make those anymore. No. So I didn't think what so. What is this,
1: 1997? Wow.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. He's got you know, us. he's driving an Edsel. Would <laughs> <Yeah. and laughs> they make those one year in like 1952
1: or something? Yeah. No. Yeah. The production was shut down Quite fast,
2: yeah. And it was named after his grandson Edsel. I believe Ford, so. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, your poor grandson. Here, we named a car after you. It's called the Edsel, and we took it out of production after about two weeks.
3: Sorry, you yeah. we'll try again. Maybe we'll name the dog after you next time. Yeah.
2: Okay, so it's not important to you that people be polite.
3: I didn't say that. I'm just asking. I said you. that. I'm uh, sa- I'm if you just look at it, no, no. I find it. I find myself. I hold myself to say yes. These, these things are important to me. But I also accept that I work with a lot of different eccentric people, and I find that their rules for politeness are different.
2: They're only politeness. They don't get their own rules. They don't they're get their of own of rules. Nope. They're you're out of mister, the mix. You're a
3: mister. We can't act like everybody was raised the same. We
2: can't pretend. That's not what I'm saying at all. Just don't be a prick. That's all.
3: I know, but people's versions of pricks are different. Not
2: no. It's my world.
3: Okay. That's just this and is true. And you
2: don't even belong. I'll say it, this. You're out I'll, of the mix.
3: I'll agree with you on this.
2: You're out of the mix. I do
3: live in a Tom Bernard world. <laughs>
2: Okay, let me use an example. I'll, I'll give you an example of why I'm not wild about a lot of people, okay? Because I'm about to tell you something that happened on the way in, and I guarantee you that 99% of people you worked with would never tell you what I heard this morning. They'd never tell you. And you tell me, oh, no, that's not true. We're going to find out, okay? Mm-hmm. So I'm driving into work, and it's a, it's a really nice. Morning. I mean, it's cloudy, but it's 66 degrees, so it's very pleasant, You know, not bad at all. And my phone rings, and it's you know six thirty in the morning. So it's see, I keep thinking it's four thirty when I'm on my. Even though it's light out, I keep thinking it's four thirty. I feel that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because so many years of doing it. It's Bilski, okay. Love my. You know why Bilski called me this morning? Your money. No, I. Well, I probably do, (laughs) but since you're since you're at the bank, (laughs) yeah, since you're at the bank anyway. you know why he called to tell me this hmm. and you tell me both of you tell me how many other coworkers you've had that would even tell you this okay you ready yeah he called me to tell me how wonderful the two of you are that Brittany, you do a great job kind of being even keel on the show rudy you're very funny and very clever you know he talked he and i talked for 10 minutes about that okay so by your rules no. I should just ignore that. No, I should never yeah. tell you. You are the weirdest <laughs> person. No, I should never tell first you something up. positive like that.
3: Okay, first off, no. Up, Matter thank of fact, you, fact, I just made that up. It's
2: not really true. Okay,
3: well, that's you know what. Here's the thing. What? It's so funny how you pivot. You are one of those people who.
2: How is that pivoting?
3: Even just right now.
2: I think it's important that you should hear that somebody really likes you I and love, Rudy.
3: I think that's so sweet. I love Bilski. I actually feel amazing that he thinks I, well, even knows I exist. Well, you know he's Polish. This is Thank true. you very much, Chris. <laughs> this is
2: true. Um, <laughs>
3: but, uh, no, I think you should have stayed in school and been on the debate team because you...
2: I would never lose.
3: You would never lose. You're never a pivoter. I, wa- I watch I'm you pivot. I'm not
2: pivoting. How was I pivoting? See,
3: even arguing about the pivot. No,
2: <laughs> there was no pivot. Okay, you're avoiding, you're trying to avoid something here.
3: No, I... Yes, you bring are. Bring it on. Because
2: name one other person that would have told you that. No. Because I can't think of one.
3: It's very sweet. No, it's no,
2: it's not sweet. It's what should happen. Agreed. When somebody tells me they like the two of you, I should pass that along to you. My
3: favorite thing ever is and if I... And then i
2: go, I don't really care for you, but Bill, does. <laughs> well, you know, I'd finish with that.
3: Well, good. I, um, okay, what, no? My favorite thing in the world is when I know someone's on air and they do a funny thing and I hear it and I can text them and say, that was hilarious. That's what you should do. Because it feels so good. There's a lot of times yep. you're, you're, and people relate to this when in their job too. You're doing something and you think that it's making no impact, right? Like mm-hmm. if you're a teacher, you know, if I, you know, the recycling uh, guys that pick up our things always give dog bones to our dogs and I always have to say thank you because it, they just love it. There's a lot of things you do that you think go unnoticed, and when somebody verbalizes that they've not only noticed, they just want to say how much they appreciate it, mm-hmm. it makes a huge difference. So well, you're then, right.
2: Then why don't people tell you that? I
3: think I, I have people in my life that do. You just did.
2: Mm, yeah. Why well, no? That's one.
3: Bilski texted me. <laughs> no,
2: he <didn't. laughs> yeah, no, he didn't. No, yeah. he didn't. I don't want him to think I that I told him not to, <laughs> actually. Don't be texted. Mrs.
3: Bilski, your husband is not texting me, I
2: swear. <laughs> No, I just I, I would like to get back to a day when people are polite, people are engaging, people want to show a little support. Hey, we're all trying to slog through and get through this thing together. Right now, the management and ownership of this planet is horrendous, the worst it's ever been, I think. Is there one good leader in the world right now that you can think of? Seriously. Hmm. Is there anybody that you'd go, hey, that person does a great job running that country? It's all about money. They want the money, and you're gonna have to give it to them because they're in charge.
3: Don't make me say it. What? It's my money, <laughs> and I <laughs> and want, it want it
2: no! now. I want it now. What's the name of that again?
3: I think it's JG Wentworth. JG Wentworth. That Wentworth. I'm yeah. gonna change
2: my disc jockey name to JG Wentworth. What do you think? It's
3: my money, <laughs>
2: and I want it yeah. now.
3: You would have been amazing on that, sh- that commercial.
2: Yeah, except for they ruined my voiceover career. But other than that, well, it's don't not. Worry about it.
3: It's not voiceover. It'd be full acting. You'd have to put your body oh, no. out the window no yeah. and yell <laughs> it. No, thank you.
2: That's what I, I never wanted to be recognized in public. That, is that weird?
3: Uh, no, it's not weird because you're smart. When you first... Smart?
2: Well, yes. She wants money. You realize that. Yeah. I, mean, I already yeah, have money on, from you. Me, <laughs> I have access <laughs> to go. all your
3: money. No, I thank don't. Thank you. Again, thank legally, you. I do not. Um, no, I think... Um, I think you're smart. I think when you first start up in any job, you go, "I want to be noticed. I want, I want the attention. I want this." And then you realize, actually, it's way better to just kind of go with your head down and not have that I happen. You
2: really think so? I've never had my head down.
3: No, but I've I mean, like, done that? In you know, I mean, like, you get to go in public and not always have to be.
2: Oh, that way, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. right. No, that's that's very true. And look, by the way, all the people that that come up to me now and say hello because of, I guess because of the billboards, I'm thinking. But they're very, very polite, very nice. I've had people raving about the show to me. Yeah. I mean, it's the seventh highest rated show in the company across the entire United States. So I, that's a big deal. That's mm-hmm.
3: very cool. It um, is. No, I've, and this is maybe a kind of a niche comment, but like when you hang out with TV people, there's a different vibe because they often are recognized and oh, they yeah. have to yeah. kind of yep. live their life knowing that. They're recognized, yeah. and, and not in like a they think they're a big deal. I mean, we're Minnesota media. Like I could show my boobs outside of this building, and nobody again? would care. One, of, I only showed one one. I didn't do plural last time. Yeah. Like, you, I just gave them the good one. Can you oh, get negative
1: oh likes on Facebook?
3: <laughs> no like, no like, mm, thumbs down. Um, and no one would care. Like I know that Minnesota media is we're we're it's 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 lovely low key. Um, it is, but. Yes, Minnesota media, like we're not, we can't pretend you're bigger than you are. You're Minnesota media. Like, don't act like you're royalty.
2: But they can.
3: No, but I'm saying that. Um,
2: they're always right, you know. The Minnesota media, they're always no, right. No, but I mean, we wrong.
3: are Minnesota media. No,
2: we're not. I'm not. We're literally up. in I'm, a nope. <laughs> broadcasting nope. company. This is just BSing <laughs> with. Friends. Okay. Well,
3: they just happen to also record it. We just happen to be wearing. I didn't know
2: they were recording this. I just thought the mic was here as a prop.
3: We should probably get you in the know, bro.
2: (laughs) Probably should. It'd be wonderful.
3: No, but like it's funny when you hang out with TV people or yeah, even Allie. Allie was. uh, They had her, you know, uh, videos everywhere, and she felt that nervous energy of being recognized or whatever. I've never felt that way, and I feel very thankful. But when you're a TV TV people, they're they're not gonna. Be that loud or obnoxious or be silly, um, and I don't mean like rude, but they're gonna have a little bit of a heads up of a uh, head on a swivel, and they usually yeah. do get somebody saying "I love you" on that show, and I don't know what that feels like. like you that. don't want
2: to know what that. Here, I, let me tell you why you don't want to know what that feels like. Because this is when it all started for me, and that I didn't want to be recognized in public. Now it's different because the kids are grown and all that. But when my kids were young children and teenagers. Now, you have to remember, I started this job when we found out that Catherine was going to have Andy. So Andy wasn't even born yet. Started the you know, came back to Minnesota and worked here, all the rest of it. But I, I just, you know, it's one of those situations that I got back here, the show blew up, and then it got really huge, and the reason that I am very touchy about that is people would come over and grab a chair and sit at the dinner table That's with us at restaurants. so wild. I'm like... What? They would literally come over and just grab a chair and sit down and apparently they were with us for the rest of dinner.
3: I don't like, know what why that's would you do. It? I don't mm-hmm. know what that's like because anytime be, that's weird. Anytime when I was working at KQ or when I was when I've been working at My Talker here, right. I have the people that put their little head in once in a while and say I, li- I listen to the show and I like it, and then walk away, live their lives. Well, that's
2: that's good. Love that's that. Are
3: nice they? You know? Are they? They love this because, of course, they do. They'll say, "Can I see a picture of Gogo?" And I'm like, "Which
1: one?" Yeah, right.
2: Um, well, I thought you didn't want to show pictures of Gogo.
3: i I'm, I constantly am trying to show you guys videos of. No, watch,
2: us, but I. Not you, you don't and I watch her strangers. sleep sometimes. You don't do that to strangers.
3: Though. I'll show pictures of her as a baby. I mean, really? Her yes, a little baby that's photo.
2: That's <laughs> <laughs> She's like. <laughs>
3: uh, un- I mean, are making
2: me nervous now.
3: Side note, we do have an Uncle email. Uncle mm-hmm. We do have an email I should read. It's very so that important.
2: that you suck, because what it says?
3: Let me just open up. Oh, look
2: at, do you see this? She goes, here's the email. Yeah, okay. Let me get to it. I mean, yeah, there's so yeah. many, but
3: I'm just going to grab this first one. Beep, boop. Um, Bernie, I mean. Oh, Bernie. sales czar of.
2: Uh, is that who sent you an email?
3: Brittany, I think you're the best. Oh,
2: see, this is what I'm saying. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Now it's going to be all day. We've also, got. Bernie, god damn it, there is somebody else on this show. Yeah, that was brought up by yeah. Bilski. Bernie, what the hell? Where's the Rudy? What he said. What yeah. he said. <laughs> oh, god. What a dis Oh, by the way, Bernie, I talked to Bilski. We're good to go. As long as you're listening.
3: You <laughs> cannot do meetings over I'm our doing show. A meeting right we now do enough, with Bernie. We do enough behind the scenes. I will not allow for an actual meeting to go down the way, on this show.
2: By the way, we changed his name. His name is no longer Bernie, it's Barney.
3: No. Bar- oh, know. The, oh.
2: the reason it's Barney is because he sent me a message. I've been here for three and a half months. He sent me a message. Mr. Bernard. It's like, how I know how to spell your name, your weird-ass last name.
3: <laughs> it is super weird. There's a lot of vowels. <laughs> per a lot word, and When they even-out vowels, for <laughs> consonants, you go, that's... Exactly. I get a little nervous, but it's. it's it, I feel like that's an easy one to say.
2: And by the way, did you see the invitation on the boat trip, which I'm not going to make, unfortunately, but... Did you see the invitation? Yeah. Mine's the only name that spelled all lowercase.
1: Maybe that's... (laughs) Is your
2: email? (laughs) Yeah. No, just everybody else's name is in capital letters. I mean, the first letter of each name. But mine's lowercase t, lowercase b. So, do you really
1: look through the entire email to see where your email is? No, and it, okay, no I just want to like, see who was coming. Oh, I got you. I don't okay, know if that, you noticed that, this. That but makes I, sense. Not a yeah. lot of
2: shit that I do in life is about me. I yeah. don't know if you've noticed that. Either. Okay, that makes sense. Because I was like, that, that.
1: that doesn't seem on brand for Tom Bernard to sift no, through an entire no, no, no. list of emails to see. But yes, now that makes sense. Because I, I will, do the same thing
2: too, yeah. I will tell you why I went through the list. This is exactly the I'm glad, actually glad you brought that up. Because the reason I went through the list is. And I talked to Amy about this last night, that that I I can't really make the boat trip, but I don't want the people who are going on the boat to think that I don't care about them. Sure. That I don't care enough to meet with them. Mm -hmm. That's not what's happening here at all, and I just wanted to make sure people knew that. So, you know, that's the politeness that people like you know, Brittany, don't have.
3: I was just trying to have you have a different... They're horrible
2: human Mm -hmm. beings.
3: I wasn't defending them. I was trying to change your perspective of perceiving them.
2: Making it worse?
3: No, making it better.
2: How would how would it be better?
3: Because you don't have to put that personification of it. You don't have to go there being rude. You could say, Maybe maybe they they just lost somebody. Maybe they just Then stay um, at
2: home. <laughs> be back in your house. <laughs> right.
3: You are such a debater. You are I so just love to do Some would say you. you're a master debater.
2: Uh, yeah. Oh, God. All right. Time to move. Time to go to a break. We're already 85 (laughs) minutes late anyway. So we may as well get her done. Oh, God. Anyway, we'll be right back in a couple of minutes. It's Tom Bernard for the Power Lodge and the world's largest Bennington pontoon dealer, Miller Marine in St. Cloud, of course. Temps are up. Prices are down. We just hit 88 degrees. So Miller Marine and Power Lodge are offering hot 88 summer deals for the next two weeks only. Get a Bennington pontoon at $28,888. That's $28,888. That is not a lot of dough, man. And as a bonus, the first uh, eight pontoons come with a trailer for $1,888. Finance it all for just 288 bucks a month. So you and I should come up with like 144 bucks a month apiece. What do you think?
3: That's actually insanely reasonable.
2: I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I your money? I actually
3: could afford that.
2: Where is the Tom Bernard Show pontoon owned by the three people on it? Where I, is it?
3: I would like 51% ownership in, in case you go broke. Oh, so rogue. Kick so two, I'll, del- I'll kick in
2: the extra two bucks. After this, after the break, remind me of Johnny Carson, what he said last night. Okay. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. You want something large, you Get a tri-tune. Now, a tri-tune starts $43,888 or just $488 bucks a month. With over 300 pontoons in stock, they've got what you need at the world's largest Bennington dealer, Millamarine and Power Lodge. Payment terms and credit limits are subject to credit approval. So come on, it's time to get serious. I said get serious about your throttle therapy with this two-week deal until June 17th. Check selection at PowerLodge.com and MillerMarine.com. Hot 88 summer deals with Bennington Pontoons are on now at the Now at the Lodge. It says they're on now at the Now at the Lodge.
3: Well, they really want you to know it's right
2: now. It's not now, it's right now. <laughs> at the Lodge and Miller Marine. When you need someone to listen A lawyer you know and trust If you've never been in an auto accident, it's hard to know what to expect from the insurance adjuster. Here are some tips. One, if they talk to you about whether or not you should hire a lawyer, it's a good sign that you probably should. Two, it's illegal for them to give you any legal advice. They aren't lawyers, and they aren't licensed to practice law. Three, if they tell you that everyone involved in the accident is at fault, they're wrong. This comes from the belief that you're at fault for just being on the road. That's nonsense and not supported by any law. Finally, remember that friendly adjusters are often just gaining information. They want you to do most of the talking so they can file their report. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. I hope you're never injured in a collision. But if you are, don't sign anything until you've talked to us.
0: Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at MinnesotaPersonalInjury.com.
2: Seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Why should your business bank with North American Banking Company? Here's Corey Wisco of the Welshire. We're so grateful for uh, their support and, and just the fact that they truly believe in what we do. They they took the time to get to know us. Uh, they have faith in what we do, and it's just been a great partnership that's just uh, always been based on success. They've always had our
1: back every step of the way.
2: For more information about North American Banking Company, go to nabankco.com. That's nabankco.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lending. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, yeah, I mean, we're 27 minutes in and we've already proven that Brittany's absolutely 100% wrong about everything. So, moving forward.
3: Oh, I just got an email. Oh,
2: <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, who's Brittany it from? is
3: not wrong. Uh, it's from Wall Microphone. Well, yes,
2: Wall Microphone. That's a very famous, <laughs> no question about it. What did it say?
3: Well, here's one from Patrick. It says... Good one,
2: Brit. Is that from Eberts? Could be. What? God, no Good Ebert. one, Brit. Good one, Brit. What the hell does that even mean? Probably the master debater. I feel like oh, that's where he Oh, that, that, yeah, you're right. It was the master debater. You're absolutely right. Here's
3: a cute one from Victor. I've uh, been listening to Tom since I got out of the Army. Love each and every one of you. So there's a little love for you guys, but See, the rest will be about me for the rest of the More me
2: now for huh. Brittany.
3: Yeah. All
2: right. You know, that's a lovely pink outfit you've got on today, Brit. Brit, I'd Thank like you. to say. Thank you.
3: I'll let you borrow the shirt sometime. I
2: should wear that shirt sometime.
1: All but. this love for somebody who says things like this.
3: You know, I hate fat people. <laughs>
2: yeah, there she is. <laughs> even yeah, that yeah, yeah. See? What They're, is even that? There's what? your real Britney right there. What is he? <laughs> right there. What the? You fat bastard! I heard you say it.
3: What is even that from? Yeah. I yeah. can't put a sentence. I don't
1: know.
2: It came out of your mouth. You tell us. Yeah. You no,
3: know, I've never <laughs> felt that way.
2: Do you still have the one that said, "Hey, nice skin color"? You still get that one? <laughs> what? I do have that one. <laughs> well, now I have that one. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Except it won't be Britney getting taken the, the pipe. It'll be me. <laughs> It'll be. I'll be back on every news channel. Why well, that racist son of a bitch! I don't remember.
3: Did I black out one
2: day? Yeah. What is that, that oh, from,
3: Rudy? I no, no, you said it. You are. You know, on Kinley's birthday of all days. Yeah, that's
2: right. It's her birthday. Happy birthday. Mm-hmm. Oh. What, 15? 15 today. 15 yeah. today. Yep. yeah. there She's you getting go. Her
3: permit. She's doing her permit test. Okay. We don't want to put any pressure on her, but permit She's not,
2: test. I don't like her. I just like to tell oh, you that up front. <laughs> I'm not looking at Rudy right now. I don't care for her because I had a, a golf tea time today and he can't go because it's her birthday. Yeah. I mean, way to go, kid. Yeah. Way to screw up Uncle Tommy's day. Yep. Reason
1: number 5,183
2: to never have children. Uh, yes, never. don't. You can't play golf ever. Yep. That's true. (laughs) They got birthdays like every day. It's
3: (laughs) exhausting. What year age do you think that you could start playing golf again? Because I got to tell my husband to calm down his expectations about playing every weekend.
1: Uh, Well, I don't know. My daughter's fifteen, and I'm still not back to playing golf yet. So, Justin, you're in for the long haul, my friend.
2: (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Good to know. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. All right, I should probably do the weather because it's looking pretty good, actually. I mean, you know, isolated thunderstorm, but that's it's June. That happens every June. Air quality alert until 6 p.m. due to lingering smoke from wildfires in Quebec. Goddamn Canadians! Typical, typical Canadians, right?
3: Yeah, dang it! Damn it! The hat of America.
2: Have, you got to, I got to bring my buddy in from. He, he lives in Toronto, Doug.
3: Sounds great. I heard Toronto is.
2: Toronto's a phenomenal city.
3: Gorgeous. But
2: I guess they're having a lot of trouble downtown now, just like everywhere else in North America, or actually in the world. I guess yeah. I mean, I love downtown Toronto. But you know it's blowing up sky high. They're building literally like 20 skyscrapers there right now. Yeah. They're blowing up. Doug Dawson is his name. He's my very, very good friend. Living in Toronto, and it's your fault we have smoke covering our sun.
3: Yeah. Get back to us on that. You
2: heard me. Partly sunny, not as hot today. Isolated thunderstorm is possible. A high of 83. Tonight, partly cloudy, less humid. A low of 63. On Wednesday, partly to mostly sunny. Beautiful day tomorrow. Less humid, too the high of 82, mostly sunny, 83 on Thursday. Uh, and, you know, that's three, three days out. So that's as far as we're going to go. Because that changes up like on an hourly basis once you get beyond three days, doesn't it? Absolutely, mm-hmm. it does. It is true. So, yeah, 83 today, may be an isolated thunderstorm, might not even happen. Um, it's still going to be a little humid, but then less humid tomorrow. Cloudy in 66 right now. So that's good, don't you think?
3: I will take it. It's beautiful out.
2: It is. There's no question about it, but uh, we drove in this morning. No snowstorms. You know, (laughs) that's good.
3: (laughs) No, I think we're good on snow today. Um, You know how we were talking about names before and how some people can be born with the name Thomas or just Tom. Uh Mike Peterson wrote in this really funny email saying, day off today, so I put on my full attention to you guys, and you were talking about names. My sister was named Beth Peterson, middle name Marie, the American lit teacher we had in school always called her Elizabeth because her name is Beth. Oh, sure. She kept telling him her actual name is Beth. Finally, she brought her birth certificate to class and shoved it in his face. <laughs> Have a great day. Good. I love that.
2: I do too. My name is not Elizabeth. Hey, you keep that too. Tom just said my name's not Elizabeth, but it will be after this exchange. There you. Boy, would I be a horrible sex change, wouldn't I? What I would make I, a terrible woman. But
3: is that the name you'd pick, Elizabeth? I'm surprised. I like
2: Elizabeth. That's I a do good too. name. I
3: do, too. I just don't feel like you're an Elizabeth. I'll be very honest.
2: How about Lizabetta? I could see go. you being Lizzy. Li- oh. Oh. Yeah. Why? Nothing. Why is that bad? Sexual preference. That's all I'm saying. Lizzie. It's, like, it's not a preference anymore. That's sexual, what is it? Orientation. That's yeah. what it mm-hmm. is. It's orientation. Yeah, yeah. There yeah you go.
3: I could see you. If you were going to go, you could go Lizzie. I don't know what I'd go. Maybe is Troy. I feel like Troy would be a good one for me.
2: It's not a woman's name.
3: No, I said if I...
2: Or if you became if a I, man. If
3: I got to pick a, a male's name for me, I'd say maybe Troy.
2: So you're taking my brother's name because he's dead. Is that oh, why? Not,
3: that's not why. That's oh exactly... My, God. my no, brother
2: dies not. and then she steals his name. Way to go. I'm
3: honoring him. No, you're not. Yeah, that's what you he's always say. He's deeply offended. You're honoring these people.
2: <laughs> he's deeply offended. <laughs> Over there, I like in the, Troy. So, in, oh, Troy was the that's best. That's
3: so funny. I just thought of like, what's like a solid guy's name? I didn't even think your brother at the no, time. Troy is good. Like, Troy is a good one. It
2: is a good one, but I do miss that some bitch. I will tell you, that's been two years already.
3: Of course, you miss him. I can't it's even. Terrible. I have two, you know, I have two siblings, and I talk to them every other day. Probably.
2: I will tell you honestly, and I'm going to move on very quickly from this, but it's true. Losing my youngest brother like that at such a young age, I can't even imagine. I can kind of start toward the feeling what it be, must be like to lose a kid.
3: Okay, stop. I mean, I stop. just can't. Stop!
2: Well, I'm just telling you. That's very, very painful, man.
3: Stop. We're not going down that.
2: Yes. a matter of fact, that's all I'm going to talk about for the rest of the day, <laughs> just because of you. I'm
3: taking your bar until you act right. Really? Which your clean bar. Your was oh,
2: it a clean bar? Your Are those breakfast good? bar.
3: Yeah, they're all. I, yes, good.
2: glad to hear it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, what's, what's something? Some, oops, hey, what hey, there I got you. Turn it down there. Yep.
3: I'll thank you. It.
2: Thank you. What did you do now?
3: No, I was just muting your mic for the oh, stream You did it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna fight you today. I got a call right yesterday marsh. from Andy accusing me of sabotaging a laptop from you.
2: That's what I heard. From me. Yeah, that's why I assumed it was from you. It's nothing from, well, I don't even know what you're talking oh, okay. about. Jesus, Pat. <laughs> why? Well, just because Andy thinks you suck, it's not my fault.
3: And, Andy does not think I suck. No, he doesn't. No.
2: No, he likes you a lot, though. I he? love Andy. Yeah, I think he loves you. I was you very too.
3: awkward to him yesterday. I really apologize. There's a shock. I was trying not to mention anything, but I wanted him to know I cared, but I didn't know how to, like, not mention it, but to inform him that I care. So I, like, had, I was awkward. I was so awkward.
2: Okay, let me see. I want to get to this list very quickly before we go to Kristen Burt, because yeah. KB two is right around the corner. Uh-huh. What's something a lot of people think they're good at but aren't? Some uh, polled people. Uh, someone pulled people online. The top ten answers. Now these th- you think you're good at them, but you're not. Do you know? Th- do you guys know personally anything you think you're good at but you know really you're not good at it?
1: Well, I don't think I'm good with spelling.
2: Spelling? <laughs> no, I would I'm, have to agree with I, you on that I know one. I'm
1: bad at that. <laughs> right. um, I, you know I, you know what? Maybe flirting. You're not good at Do you flirting? you think you're good at flirting? I, I feel like I'm a good flirter, but I bet as soon as I walk out of the room, people are like, what the hell was he doing? Did you see that guy try to wink? Oh, my God. was he having a seizure? What was happening? <laughs> the fact happening that you're
3: winking out? is yeah, probably maybe. the first problem.
1: I, I hey, more, how need, are you doing? I need more winking in my life. Back off. Yes. I
3: wink a lot, uh, but not in like a flirting capacity. It's kind of yeah. like a nervous tick of like, all right, check you later. Mm-hmm. And then I instantly regret it. Um
2: Okay, what do you think you're good at but you're not really good at?
3: I think I'm a good driver and I have a lot of a paper trail to tell me I am not. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, that's a good one. I am not good. I, this is not going to shock anybody. I am really bad at developing patience for anything. <laughs> I am not a patient <laughs> you person. Don't like, say. get off your ass and do your job now. Nah, let's go.
3: Yeah, you're not patient at all. I am
2: not patient in the least because people will sit around in their ass and do nothing. What the hell's that? Get off your ass. Let's you, go.
3: Isn't it weird that you want to assign blame to things?
2: Blame? Yeah,
3: like when you, something happens, you go, whose fault is that? I go, I, just, it's just the computer's acting up. Well, who do you think did it?
2: Somebody had to do it.
3: <laughs> I go, this little robot It's
2: just a disaster. Broke.
3: It's fine.
2: No, it's all human. <laughs> Every bit of it is human. Sitting I, around in their ass doing nothing.
3: And I think the stem is not malicious. I think that it stems from you just wanting a solution. And sometimes there isn't a solution.
2: You're 100% right.
3: I'm not trying to make it seem like. I'm big on solutions. Yeah. You want a solution. You want, you know, there to be. You don't want to be that there's just the possibility of things just going awry with no reason.
2: You know, I, I suppose that might have something to do with me being seven years old, watching my dad hauled off in a straitjacket might have something could be to it. do with it. Could be it. Could <laughs> put, might be what it we is. We
3: could put a lot of things in that bucket, oh, to be honest. I bet
2: you could. Anger, sadness. I mean, I'm just
3: saying that, like, it is rightfully so to be excusable when you've <laughs> well, seen that. You. You're, you, yes. can, you can, well, we'll give you some wiggle room, and, sir.
2: But I tell you what, I learned from that very incident right there, uh, as they're hauling my dad away and he's like foaming at the mouth and flopping around and he's got a straight jacket on, you know, the deal with the arms and all that. And they got him on a gurney and they're rolling him out and he's like, you doing all this. Crazy. And as they take him out the back door, my sister, Bobby, who's seven years older than me, goes, Tommy, I think they think our dad is nuts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you have to have the humor part in there. You and you're
3: just to. going wide eyed. Yeah.
2: Oh, I thought it was hilarious. I started laughing.
3: I mean, that's so bad.
2: She made me laugh when I was feeling very, very sad. So that was a wonderful thing.
3: Do you tell her about that?
2: Oh, I used to, yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: I haven't talked to her in 20 years now. That
3: might be worth a call, just a reminder of that story, because she might not even remember that. She
2: might not. That's very, very true. She was very funny. She was a very, very funny person. Actually, my my siblings are all pretty damn funny. Okay, so here we go. Uh, What's something a lot of people think uh, they're good at, but they aren't. Here are the top ten. Number ten, communicating. So people aren't good at communicating. That's really good for the uh, podcast business.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh Uh-oh, here's uh, the one for Brittany. They think they look cool. Tell me I don't. See? Tell me I don't look cool. (laughs) Okay, we can just skip over giving good advice. We can skip right over that one. Yeah. Being honest. See? Oh. What I've been telling you all morning, people are never honest, and they think they are.
3: You've been telling me that all morning? Yep,
2: they cannot honestly live their lives. <laughs>
3: no, look at you, Pivot. You're a
2: shell of a person. Look
3: at you, uses for debate. It's How does no. this apply? You could you, work your butt off trying Leave to make me this apply. Alone. Get
2: away from me, you. That's you're all I have so to so funny. Parenting. God, I hope you're good at parenting. You think you're good at parenting, but you're not? That's not good news.
3: I think that... You ha- everybody's parenting their own way and it's probably the most appropriate way that they know how and should how I mean I think that parent- even today we, we had a situation where I go Rudy like can I give this to your daughter like it has a swear on it it's this bracelet i made you know it's got it's part of a lyric of a song she likes oh okay and i was like cuz me and my mom were like i don't know is it f
2: the police it's kind yeah. of it's close it's, it's pretty damn close yeah <laughs> is it really
3: yeah, yeah. oh my god yeah. That's it the actually really yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah like it's super i actually thought you're guessing it yeah. oh my god it's from god. a taylor swift song that she loves so i was oh, like oh okay this is one that you yell out during the concert. So it's F.
2: Taylor Swift?
3: No, no. Well, it's not no. that
2: either. And so, oh, uh, listen to you in never, there. Never. Never. No, no, I wouldn't even and think of In Taylor, it we now. trust. Yeah. <laughs> Do not besperch the good name of the Swift. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Um,
3: and so I was a little, me and my mom, because I was making bracelets yesterday, and I was like, can I give this to Kinley? I don't know. My mom's like, no, you can't. I go, I don't know. Rudy's kind of like a chill parent. And so it was one of those things where I'm like, Rudy parents a certain way. I, you know, Everyone parents the way that they should right. exactly for their kiddo, in most right. cases. Of mm-hmm. course, there's the terrible aspect of it. But.
2: Yeah, I understand that. No question. All right, i got to blow through these next couple. Sorry. But a couple because No, no, no. I'm just saying yeah. I have to, okay. not you have to. I didn't say shut the F up, did I? <laughs>
3: <You'll>, later.
2: <laughs> La- yeah, later. Right <laughs> when we're in the break, then I'll do it. Uh, as a matter of fact, is it okay if I go to the break before Kristen, oh, and then we can take her...
1: Yeah, then we the could, the We could, the she can. She can. She can hang for as long as she wants. Yeah, after that, that, yeah, that
2: would be wonderful. So we'll do that. So the last five things you think you're good at, but you're not: singing, being humble, yeah. uh, staying out of drama, see, mm-hmm. driving, and being a good listener. All of those things I told you earlier, and there it is in full print. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. What was yeah, that exactly. I was going to make absolutely. that joke. <laughs> absolutely, I hate both of you. I want you to know that. Hey, my Bilsky's driving's on wrong. There.
3: Are you a good driver?
2: No, I always, Catherine drives wherever we go.
3: You're good with directions, though. I'm
2: very good with directions, but I'm not good with being patient with other drivers. Yeah. That I, I am not at all.
3: I feel like Rudy's a good driver because you have a motorcycle. You kind of have to be.
2: Uh,
1: I'm a complete asshole on the road. Yeah, I, I drive like a maniac. I, me, my mom and I went and saw The Flash last night yeah. in Eden Prairie, and I could tell when I was getting off the exit of 35, getting onto 494, going uh, towards Eden Prairie, I could see my mom's hand start to reach up and grab the ah! oh shit handle. And I was like, all right, I'll slow down. Because she's very much so like, you just drive like a maniac. I'm like, no, I drive like somebody has to drive in Minneapolis. You have to drive, uh, what do they say, drive uh defensively, offensively.
3: I don't know if what? that's... I don't know if you got the right advice in the sense that, like, you can drive like a normal person.
1: Yeah, I don't know about
2: that. I don't I, know I got that. places to be. <laughs> <laughs> I right. gotta
3: get to the flash. You were embodying that. Yeah.
2: One more quick one. Kendall Norberg. Now, you've not met Kendall yet, uh-uh. Rudy. Now, Brittany, you've met Kendall a yes, few I times. Yes, I think so, yeah, yeah. Kendall is the one person that if I were you, I would not piss him off because he's not a good guy to piss off. He, uh... He's a very large man, very tough guy. I had just purchased about 10 years ago a brand new car. It was a car I'd wanted my whole life. I was inspired by my brother-in-law, Pat O'Brien, because he owned a Jaguar when I was a kid. It was a used one, but, you know. So I always wanted a Jaguar. So I bought a brand new Jaguar. I go to pick up Kendall to drive him around and go, and I finally got the car of my dreams. He gets in the car, grabs that thing. What was that thing called?
1: Oh, shit handle.
2: The oh shit handle—that's yeah. what we call it—grabs yep. it and tears it right out of the roof. Yeah. What? <sighs> wow! I'm like Kendall. I don't know if you know this or not, but you're rather strong. So you yanking on that was not a yeah. good idea. That's Nobody else could have gotten that out of the ceiling. No way. But he just put his hand up there. Yeah. What do you a-
3: do with that then?
2: The, like, glue it in the little Elmer's glue yeah. and put her back up. I had to take it in and have it fixed. Yeah, yeah. But he did one he these where he grabbed it and then he shifted in his seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why I tore it out of the roof. I
3: feel like it should be stronger.
2: Well, Or maybe it's he needs strong, to calm down. Yeah. yeah, Well, he does need to calm down. Okay, we need to take a break here. I like this, though. I like the flow of the show today. Sure. I don't like that dictated flow. It's like, you stop talking right now. It's like, shut up and leave me alone. Right?
3: We would have done really well with that. You so
2: horn tootin'. We
3: were great with direction. <laughs>
2: All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm just now approaching the end of my 60-day weight loss program with MNFatLoss.com. I've lost over 25 pounds. That is a fact, and I feel fantastic. Getting around is just a lot easier. My clothes fit better. There just really isn't a downside to losing weight at all. You'll be a much happier person. Now I'll be going into the maintenance phase of MNFatLoss, the Minnesota Fat Loss uh, program, MNFatLoss.com, adding in a few more food choices to the mix. I loved the program so much that I'm planning to go back. Because I want to do is I want to take about a you know, two, three, four-week break, whatever they tell me to do. Uh-huh. Whether it's one week, two weeks, or a month, it'll be their decision, not mine. Because then I'm going to go back. I want to lose another 25 pounds. I think I want to get down to like, my high school weight. Okay. What do you think of that?
3: Calm down. Don't go too hard.
2: I'm not going hard.
3: You're doing great. Don't change the goal until you hit the goal. You're doing great.
2: Okay, never mind. You're right. Uh, You will be absolutely able. You will absolutely be able to lose weight like I have done. Uh, And I'm telling you, if I can do it, you can do it. I'm here to tell you that. That's a fact. I still enjoy the foods you love this summer because I have. If you want to find the uh, find out the secret to losing 20 to 30 pounds in just eight weeks, just like I'm doing, that's about a pound of fat every day. No exercise required. To schedule your free consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. That is mnfatloss.com. Results may vary. Be sure to tell the team at mnfatloss.com that Tom Barnard sent you. What can Hubbard Interactive do for your business? Let's take a listen and find out what they did for one local company, Steve the Window Guy.
3: I'm Sally, and I'm a digital brand strategist here at Hubbard Interactive. We met with... Melissa from Steve the Window Guy, and she was looking for help with their video advertising strategy. So we helped build a comprehensive plan for streaming TV and YouTube ads.
1: And Melissa, tell us how it's been getting your message out
0: with help from Hubbard Interactive. I've been working with them for five years, and what I've learned is that they have both the experience and the depth inside their team to help me solve any creative marketing challenge that I've got. So over the years, I've moved from radio ads to streaming TV to YouTube ads, and now we're moving towards SEO. And I'm loving the results that I'm seeing. Is there anything else you want business owners out there to know about Hubbard Interactive? I am so grateful for the entire team at Hubbard Interactive for effortlessly understanding our business and our marketing vision, and then always delivering only the best results. To find out how our experts can help your
2: business grow, get in touch today at hubbardinteractive.com.
1: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast.
2: We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Kristen, you're just going back to bed, aren't you? No, I'm not. (laughs) What time do you have to be off today?
0: Off work. I work today until 2 p.m.
2: No, I mean this one. How long oh, can no, you be on the show? I can stay. Well, I just wanted to make sure because when we get on a little st- ramble like that, I like it because that hour just blew by.
0: I know that. I was interested listening to you guys.
2: Well, her attacking me constantly?
0: Calm down.
3: Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: like
2: oh, a. thank you.
3: Trust me, that's like a staple in our house now because of Tom, like Tom back in our world, where everybody in my house, calm down. Tom. Everyone needs to <laughs> calm down. You're a disaster.
2: Oh. It's, <laughs> a, hey, let me, let me get that knife out of my oh, back yeah, again. Oh, yeah, again, it's
3: right in your chest. It's knife definitely reachable. Back. That's all I'm saying.
2: It's all true. <laughs> so what's new? I, um, God, I watched something yesterday. I was, uh, was going to talk to you about it. Now I can't remember what the hell it is. Why does it keep telling me to leave the site? Leave me alone.
0: <laughs> well, there's tons of news and I've had a couple of your listeners ask a couple of questions that they wanted me to topics that they oh, wanted me good. to hit this week. I love that. So First of all, let me just get the sort of what's happening with the strike because there is new news.
2: Oh, and good. At least, I think.
0: at least one thing is moving in the right direction. Directors Guild has definitely averted a strike. So they do have a tentative agreement. The membership will have to vote on it. But they did get a wage increase. They're getting a 76% increase in residuals for foreign properties. And mm. then on top okay. of it... Uh, They've averted the whole AI topic. I know everyone's been so worried about artificial intelligence. The good news is AI won't be directing your next film. So I I think that they probably have a more clear-cut path with that. It's hard to replace a director. But um, so they won't be striking. And and if they had uh, voted to strike, that would have been an immediate shutdown. So that, you know, avoids one shutdown in the industry, which is great. SAG. SAG has voted to strike So they've authorized it doesn't mean they're going to strike because negotiations begin tomorrow. So uh, the membership, it was like 97.9%. It was unbelievable. Like how big the vote was um, to strike if necessary, but hopefully sag um, in the next three weeks, will make some headway. The contract officially ends June 30th. That date will come up very quickly. So hopefully they're in a negotiating mood as for the writers they have not gotten back to the table with the producers.
2: So what does that mean long run how much long do you do you anticipate a long long outage here?
0: I do. Yeah. I my guess Seems like it. And this is just my personal guess. My personal guess is that it will last like right up until the Emmys. So the Creative Arts Emmys are a week before the primetime Emmys. Primetime Emmys are September 18. Oh, okay. I feel like early September is probably when they will resolve this.
2: So what is the real, do you know what the numbers are?
0: In terms of what like we're how, losing?
2: What they're looking for, what, what do they want from the union, I mean, for the union?
0: Uh, in terms of numbers, well, I will tell you that the studios are losing more money by letting the strike go on. Yeah, I could see. Versus, yeah. <laughs> because it's about $30 million a day that we're losing in oh, California alone. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> well, that's only almost a billion dollars a month.
0: No big deal. No, no, no big deal. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous to, to think at this point, like we can't figure out some type of compromise. Um, yeah. And and listen, a shutdown. We've already had a shutdown with the pandemic. We do not need a full shutdown um, because I don't think people realize that... Even though um, unscripted shows are, are, you know, people just think, oh, well, that, that'll still go on. It won't. You're Dancing with the Stars. Anyone that has a SAG talent like, type of host, you're not going to have a show this fall. So even like ABC, which is banked on a lot of game shows, Dancing with the Stars, those will all shut down because mm-hmm. they're also under SAG contracts. So people need to understand right. you're going to be watching a lot of old stuff if that does happen.
2: Yeah, it kind of seems, I, I, Catherine and I are doing, a, I think, a pretty good job trying to track all this stuff down, you know, what, uh, we can watch things, well, he told you that Ben Affleck movie that everybody hated, Catherine, and I thought it was pretty decent, actually, you know. <laughs> yep. You know, I think he is an underrated actor, I think he's a hell of a lot better than most people think he is.
0: I think he's better, honestly, I prefer him behind the camera, I actually enjoy okay. a lot of his right. work that he directs, mm-hmm. I think he's Ben Affleck on camera. Yeah, He's I one suppose. of those. Like, you get the, the similar. I feel like I get a similar performance out of him. He's like Tom Cruise. You get a similar performance every single time. Yeah. Uh, other than a yep. couple of, uh, there's one or two movies. You're like, oh, okay, that was so different and interesting. But there, there are certain actors. I feel like that sort of rest on like they have that breakout role, and you're like, that's great. And then they do a version of that role mm-hmm. the rest of their career.
2: Yeah, that's true. A lot of actors are like. I mean, Marlon Brando basically at the yeah. end of his career did. He just did The Godfather over and over and over again. what he did. Yeah, I could see your point. No question yeah. about it. And it,
0: it makes if it makes you successful and keeps money in the bank, it's okay. You know, it's not everyone has to be Meryl Streep.
2: Well, I like Meryl Streep though.
0: I, I, I do love her.
1: I saw Affleck in uh, <clears throat> The Flash last night, and I think he's a he's he's a good like brooder you know yeah, what I mean? like, right? yep. yeah yeah he's really good at to see that that guy went from the dude from the fashionable male in mall rats to you know now playing batman and dc movies i don't know i feel like there's a you're right there should be a little bit more range coming out of that guy yeah because he's proven that and especially chasing amy oh man
0: that's, that's a great movie. A, that's
1: another movie where if I'm just, you see me at home sitting in the dark eating, you know, chocolate chip ice cream, crying my eyes out watching Chasing Amy. Something has gone terribly wrong in my life.
2: Now, what is that? What's Chasing Amy?
1: It's a movie that he did with Joey Lauren Adams. Uh, it was directed by Kevin Smith, and it's about a oh. guy who meets a girl, and it is this love triangle that they're trying to figure out, and she's a lesbian, and then she falls in love with him. And it is one, it, at the, like, that movie basically, you know, uh, I, that It was the epitome of my 20s, essentially. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Tom, you really should see that movie. It's called what? Eh? Chasing Amy. Chasing, Chasing Amy. Amy. I will have to give it a whirl. But
0: I want to know. It's the epitome of your 20s. Were you in love triangles like this all the time? Oh right. my,
1: Well, well, because like I was trying so hard. I found so much value for, of myself in other people, especially women that I dated, that when this guy is in, in love with a woman and she doesn't reciprocate, his reaction to all that was exactly what my reaction was. In in real life, so like I bet I watched that movie on a loop for like a year. Just going, <laughs> like I'm seeing my life yeah. flash before me. <laughs> like why? Is, why if I can figure out why Ben is screwed up, I'll figure out why I'm screwed up. <laughs> Love Did it. it. Work? No, not at all. Maybe Ben Affleck.
0: Honestly, maybe he needs to find like a really good comedy because we haven't seen that from him in a while. And I think like maybe that would sort of break out of that sort of brooding role.
2: Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. I, See, I understand you guys' point. I just thought I, in this particular movie, this hypnotic, I think it's called. He's very reserved in it, so maybe that's why I, I, I kind of liked what he did because he was, his character was pretty reserved. I liked that, right?
0: Yeah. You know, I mean, listen, he's, he's definitely I'm not sitting there saying that he's not talented at all. I think that he just has more in him than he's giving mm-hmm. or that or the scripts that he's like accepting roles in. And maybe Hollywood's not giving him the chance, but where he is a producer and a director, I think he could even challenge himself
2: more. That is the ticket. That makes sense to me. Um, <laughs> How about new Siri? Well, yeah, see, here's the problem. We don't have anything new coming now because of the strike, correct?
0: Well, we do. We have a lot of, like as well, I said yesterday, there's there's okay. stuff that's been banked. Um, and yeah. so every, today there's no um, premieres. But a few of your listeners asked me to talk about shiny, happy people. I don't know if any of you saw it over the weekend. It's on um Amazon prime. And it's about the Duggar family secrets. So oh God, yes, I know. Well, this was a four part docu series. And I I think what's interesting about this is that it takes a deep dive into their religion. Mm -hmm. Um, for people that don't know the Duggars had a show called 19 and counting on TLC and it was made to be this like idealized American Christian family that had 19 kids Um, but they are a part of a religion that really, um, you know, it it really has very specific gender roles and the women are sort of groomed to be not only housekeepers, but obviously breeders. And it's, it's really one of those, it's the Institute of Basic Life Principles. It doesn't even sound like a religion to be honest, but, um, it it shows how church leadership, and we've seen this over and over in other religions, when they have sex scandals, when they have sexual abuse allegations, Mm -hmm. they go and they protect the men. And of course they don't protect the victims and the survivors. And that's kind of happened in the Duggar family. And one of the Jill Duggar, who is kind of out and sort of the outlier from uh, her family talks about it and talks about some of the trauma that she went through. Um, So if people are kind of interested in in taking a look at that for a docu series, it's fascinating to be honest, but honestly, putting a trigger warning on it, because there is a lot about sexual abuse.
2: Do they, those abusers like that, do they spend a lot of time kind of like doing surveillance of young people and keeping an eye on them? And do they, Before they make their move, they have it all figured out when mom and dad are around, when they're not around, how's this going to go? Do they spend time or do they just react?
0: Well, here's the thing. Within the Duggar family, it is the oldest brother Josh who was doing the abusing of the daughters, Um, and and this comes out in the documentary, but when you are an older child, there's a thing called like a buddy system, so once the the infant is sort of weaned from their mother, they are assigned, like the older kids are assigned like a couple of kids to take care of, so the mom isn't raising the kids, the siblings are raising the kids, and this happens a lot in big families, it happened to my mom my mom was the oldest of six but you get to a point where there's not a lot of parenting going on and then someone who, like Josh who is a convicted pedophile mm-hmm. is someone who then has access easy access to this situation.
3: Yeah, cuz I <clears throat> I watched a little and they're talking about how it was very normal um so you know the mom could get rest the little kids would just sleep with the older kids. And so if you're an opportunist that's st- uh, opportunist is the nicest way I could say it, and yeah. I don't even know why I would use that word. If you're a pedophile, what a dream situation that is! It's so disgusting. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Right. And, and, you know, I think that the family only talked about, like, two specific allegations when it probably went on a lot longer yeah. than that. Yeah. Um, and then they made the girls, instead of Josh, like, owning what he did, they made the girls come forward and talk about their trauma on oh, Megyn Kelly's God. show when she had one on NBC. I mean, it was, like, disgusting yeah. um, the way that they were traumatized over and over again. But the women and girls are sort of the sacrificial lambs in this IB um, LP.
2: Religion. No wonder I hate people. That's all I have to say.
0: Yeah, but it it is fascinating. People want to take a look. And you also have to make sh- remind remember in all of this that TLC was complicit in all of this because they're the yeah, ones yeah. giving them the money yep. um, and giving Jim Bob Duggar the money because he was taking all of the kids' money and signing their contracts. They never got a dime for having all of their lives filmed for years.
2: Yeah. Would you even talk on the phone with somebody named Jim Bob (laughs) Duggar? No, I'm good. Oh, you know, Tom's not here right now. Goodbye. Yeah, and their family
0: is is very, very tied to politics and tied to um, women's reproductive rights or taking them away. And and it's so it's a really complicated, entrenched story with it all. So uh, fascinating, though, because, you know, you have – you have TLC going, here's a wonderful family, and this is how we're portraying them. Yeah. When underneath the surface, it was pretty dark.
2: And they knew it.
0: And they, pro- they probably terrible. knew some of it, um, but as time went God. on, they definitely knew at least the second half.
2: See, and why wouldn't you do something about it? First of all, it's a felony to, to do it. Why aren't they? They should have that's to answer their, to some of that. That's
3: their babies. Like, those are their children. Those are their yeah. babies, and you're... The idea that saving face is more important than I your know. babies is just beyond me. I, I mean, I'll put a billboard with their face on it if you even look at my kid. Like, what do you – what? It blows my mind. I mean, we'll never figure it out. Like, I don't know. even know why I'm trying to wrap my head around it because I just – those are your babies.
2: Yeah, just remember the famous words of Clemenza in The Godfather. Oh, Paulie, you won't see him around here no more. <laughs> right?
3: <laughs> I mean <laughs> –
2: so there and Josh
0: you go. Becker, In case anyone doesn't know, he is behind bars. I think for twelve oh, okay. years for uh, child sexual abuse matter uh, that he had on his computer, in his work computer, by the way. Uh, so yeah. not even his home computer. He was while he was at his car dealership. That's what he was doing.
2: You know, I going to ask you guys a question because I came from a family of seven kids, right? Five boys, two girls. It. What is that? Because. I mean, my sisters were my sisters. They were not girls. They were not, you know, women in the neighborhood. They were my sisters. I, I never got, I mean, I never looked at them any other way. They were both older than me, so I looked to them for guidance and certain things, and they both were very helpful. How do you get from you're my sister to boy, I'd like to stoop her? What is that?
3: I don't think that's a dotted line. We can pretend to know how to get
2: that. I don't. I guess you have to. Well, you
3: know what? I go, I go, who abused him? Because
0: oftentimes this is a cyclical situation. So I'm like, where is that? Where's the root of his abuse coming from? And not every person who's abused becomes an abuser, but oftentimes it does. And
2: it's still not an excuse.
0: It's not an excuse. No. And and you know, here's the other thing. His wife is staying with him. I believe they have six kids, and there's just a, there's a lot.
3: There's just, a lot there to unpack. It's and so scary to me because God. Okay, so I watch a few, you know, a few different kiddos and my one of my really close army friends, when she needs help, I watch Little Allie. We call her little Allie because we have a big Allie and a little Allie in our life. Uh poor big Allie has to be called Big Allie. But um, little Allie, and I think this is the best gift somebody, especially when I we were trying to have a kiddo and, and little Allie would sleep at her house and I'd go, what scares the heck out of me is that somebody who abuses says the same things like somebody like me. It's just like, there's yeah. no differentiating. How do you know? It just terrifies me. It literally, it's something that keeps me up at night is you, they say the, the, the right things and they, they, it's, it's terrifying to me and they walk in your inner circle yeah. most of the time
0: and that is the thing it's it's the it's the dance teachers it's the coaches it's the family member it's the clergy member and and that is the thing that as as parents you may not know because you've been groomed just like the child has
2: yeah
1: I love Mike Berbiglia's take on this because he's got a bit where he goes when I was a kid I was an altar boy and to answer your question no I wasn't
2: yeah, there you go.
1: And I think it's because they knew I was a talker.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, there you go.
1: Thanks,
0: yeah. <laughs> well, love my family, I have a family member that was involved in the Catholic Church sex abuse scandal um, out of Whoa. Boston. My whole family left the Catholic Church over it. And, wow. Uh, yeah, it's and it's something that traumatized my family member. I mean, even to this day, it's it, the, the scars are there. And yeah. I, we grew up in a family where... My great aunt was a nun. My great uncle was a priest. So there was oh, a, a big deal the trust. Yeah,
2: wow. am I supposed to feel bad because they never let any of my relatives in? Is that the plan? <laughs> You don't have any nuns or priests in your family, Tom. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about my feelings. You're like, yeah, we got a bunch
1: of sickos, though. Then they're like, okay, never mind. Never Come, mind. On. Come on in. Same deal. Don't <laughs> Here's worry a about caller.
2: it. Same deal. Uh,
3: no, it's, it's just all true. It's a lot, and I think, like, well, I again, I want to have solutions, and we obviously don't. But I'm just working on what is the verbiage you say around your kid that makes them feel empowered to know that, like, these are their areas, these were they, you know, I all that stuff where I go, that's the only way I know. Because adult-wise and predators, they know how to say the things and, and, and look the way and walk the walk, and it's just debilitating when you start going down those
0: roads. Yeah. yeah, but they say, like, the earlier you start the language with your child, the better. And it's, like, never too early to start, honestly, so that they understand What's a, right and wrong?
2: I have a question. They're missing out on some things here, unfortunately, in life, and I don't know why they'd want to. Give you an example. Just yesterday, right, Alex came over with her daughter and her son, and they were hanging out. We were having a great time. It was a, just a very, very pleasant. So I walked them out to the car. They're going to go home and see their dad. They're all excited to go see because dad's coming home from work and blah, blah, blah. And as I said goodbye, Fawny, who's just turned seven, uh, rolled down the window and said, Bop I love you very much.
3: Oh, How did you, do cry? You,
2: you damn right I did. <laughs> How do you get it? from that to, hey, you know what, sex ought to, do. what? No, no. Where no. does that even come from?
3: Just, yeah, be thankful your brain is working <laughs> at its.
2: <laughs> exactly. Just be
3: thankful. I just because just screwed like, up again.
2: Thanks a lot, Kristen. Had a little misty-eyed. Like the
3: sweetest thing in this you world. You can your listeners. They wanted to hear about the
2: documentary. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
3: They're so, no, I that, mean, kids, but, are, kids are the best thing.
2: Well, look how lucky we are that we know that. I know. You know. I know. Some people apparently don't know that that's true. They
3: are the best thing. I mean, cats, dogs, kids. Now, End of list. I
2: should mention that about to turn five years old, her younger brother— Little Sagey. What did Sage say? Uh, he said, okay, poopy butt. Okay, thanks. Yeah. That's great. Out of the mouth <laughs> of a boy. Out of the mouth of a four-year-old old boy.
0: Years, it's all like farts, poops, pee. Yeah. Ooh, he's, <laughs> about to
2: turn, he's about to turn five this week, as a matter of fact.
1: Yeah, up until the age of nine, my daughter and her friend's nickname for me was Buttface. Buttface. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh,
2: Buttface. Yep. That's all it was. Oh, yeah. Yep.
3: Yeah, now I see it. I yeah. See
2: Why? <laughs> yeah. In, in Is fact, that really wide smile. Yeah.
3: yeah. It's, that, it's that butt face of yours.
1: When we got Hulu, we, you know, we share it between like the families. There's like yeah. four or five of us on the account. Uh, my niece went into Hulu and changed my account to butt face Uncle Rudy. <laughs> butt face Uncle Rudy. Yeah. <laughs> so, that was you know, nice of her.
2: Yeah. Very. Yeah. There you go. I, you you had it coming.
1: Absolutely. Let's and be also, plus you're right. That yeah, kind of looked like a butt. I uh, I've
3: been
2: saying yeah. that.
1: Yep behind your back constantly.
3: I'm so glad it came (laughs) out like this. Behind your back.
0: (laughs) This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show.
1: The Tom Bernard Morning Show. (laughs) Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app. And anytime on demand, wherever you get your podcasts.